0: Welcome back to our podcast. Today, I'm speaking with John Bodie, Frisco ISD's Director of Emergency Management about the district's emergency preparedness and response efforts. John joined Frisco ISD in 2018 after a series of tragic and concerning events happened at school campuses throughout the country and in Texas. The district recognized the need to have a position whose sole focus was on emergency and disaster preparedness. With 17 years in emergency management, John has helped transform the district's emergency practices and responses to ensure the district's campuses are as prepared as possible should an emergency or crisis hit our campus communities. As always, don't forget to stay tuned till the end of our episode for the latest Frisco ISD news. Let's jump in. What do you do for Frisco ISD?
1: So I'm the director of emergency management for Frisco ISD, which means that I'm responsible for a variety of things. First and foremost uh, would be a hazard and threat assessment, emergency operations plan development and maintenance uh, that captures those procedures that we use to address those hazards and threats, development and maintenance of the continuity of operations planning, which is really how do we uh, maintain essential business functions as a district when we have a disaster that affects us training for preparedness purposes, and then also incident management. And when we have an actual emergency that that occurs within the district, I help to provide process and structure for how we respond to that emergency.
0: What does effective emergency management entail?
1: When we're talking about preparedness and prevention and mitigation, we're talking about those steps and those measures we can take to try to be better prepared or how we can prevent an emergency from happening. And if we can't prevent that emergency from occurring, we want to do whatever we can to mitigate the impacts of that emergency. Um, You know, some of those examples might be severe weather. It's not something we can really prevent, but certainly we can try to mitigate the impacts of those by, by, you know, through training and through preparedness related to how we respond to severe weather incidents that are happening within the district.
0: What emergencies do we see most often?
1: Types of hazards or threats that we might face that are most common would include severe weather. That's generally something that we have found that we are very well prepared for, but we can always get a little bit better. And so we do that through training and through other forms of preparedness. Now, We also have to address other types of emergencies that we see on a routine basis, and that would include the response to hazardous material releases that occur uh, within the district. But we also have to prepare for things that are perhaps not as frequent as um, you might think, but are very high in terms of impact, and that would include active threat and active shooter. Those are incidents that we hope will never occur uh, to Frisco ISD, but we know that there's a possibility that they uh, could occur, and so we have a responsibility to prepare appropriately for them. and through. A lot of work with our uh, external and internal stakeholders we're able to provide for training that allows us to do just that.
0: Who are our external and internal stakeholders?
1: Our guidance and counseling department here in Frisco ISD. They do an amazing job to fulfill some statutory requirements regarding something called the Safe and Supported Schools Program, SSSP, which is primarily threat assessment programming. Um, But we also have external stakeholders uh, that would include uh, organizations like LifePath and others here in Collin County and also in Denton County that help with students in in crisis.
0: What type of relationship do you have with city emergency response teams?
1: Having in a full-time emergency management position with the school district allows us to liaise and to interface in a way with city and county emergency management and fire and police organizations in a way that perhaps we couldn't as a district before. With 73 campuses, uh, the vast majority of those being within the city of Frisco, I have routine and almost daily contact with the city of Frisco uh, fire department. Uh, with the police department and also with their emergency management department. Um, thankfully, I've got a long working relationship with the deputy emergency manager for the city of Frisco. I've known him for over 15 years. I also have close working relationships with the emergency management coordinator, uh, not only for the city of McKinney, but also for the city of Plano. And we also have, of course, relationships in place with the emergency management coordinator for the town of Little Elm. Uh, so having those ongoing relationships allow us to provide for common operating picture during an emergency. So we have a process whereby we can engage with those emergency operations centers and also those emergency response personnel in real time when we are responding to an emergency. It provides them an ability to see what actions we're taking. Uh, It also allows us to issue resource requests directly to those agencies in real time while that emergency is, is ongoing.
0: How has Frisco ISD's approach to emergency preparedness and response changed since we began formalizing our protocols?
1: We did that through the application of something called the standard response protocol, and it standardizes what we do in the response phase of emergency management by dictating those um, standardized actions that we would use for uh, five different directives. It allows us to standardize the terminology and the actions that we're providing across the district, not only from campus to campus, uh, but also uh, from department to department.
0: Can you give us a little bit about what five situations there are that our parents receive communication over?
1: So the five directives that we would enact through the standard response protocol would be a secure, then lockdown, then evacuate, then shelter, and then lastly, hold. Now, when we have, it's important to note, when we have an emergency that's related to fire or smoke, uh, those are uh, not necessarily considered a standard response protocol, but we would evacuate. Uh, in the same way that the SRP would call for. It's just in our in our school systems, in our school buildings, we have specific technology that we use to activate standard response protocol directives that provide for standardized alerts and announcements. Uh, they're a little bit different than you, what would occur if you pull a pull station for a fire alarm, uh, which sounds a, you know, a very loud, uh, repeating um, alert noise. It's not necessarily verbally directed.
0: Are there any legal requirements we have for ensuring Frisco ISD is ready for an emergency or disaster?
1: A lot of what we're required to do is statutory uh, and is spelled out in the Texas Education Code, chapters 37 and 38. It's primarily 37.108 and 37.109, but there's also a lot of other statutes that are found in, in chapter 38 as well. that provides for how we're to conduct emergency drills, uh, the Safety and Security Committee that is also required by statute. Uh, that's something else that I have as a, as a responsibility is to chair that committee that uh, provides somewhat um, more of a steering element to, uh, to how we provide for emergency management in the district. And then in addition to that, also making sure that, uh, that the board stays apprised of the various emergency management-related challenges that we face as a district. And then also evaluating and reviewing reports that we submit by law to the Texas uh, School Safety Center in San Marcos, specific to our safety and security audits. And those are things that we uh, provide for On an annual basis, we have to hit every one of our campuses once every three years by law, which means we have to conduct 20 to 30 of them each calendar year in order to meet that deadline. And so those reports are then compiled into a roll-up report that the Safety and Security uh, Committee is able to review, and then we provide those results through something called the District Audit Report tool that goes to Texas School Safety Center.
0: Does every school district have a similar position like yours?
1: There's several in the Dallas-Fort Worth area that do. Some of the larger districts have an emergency management position, but in many cases, emergency management personnel, at least as a full-time position, uh, are generally functions of larger cities and county jurisdictions, not necessarily uh, at school districts. It is something we're seeing more of as we go forward. And so um, it is somewhat unusual for a school district to have a full-time emergency management position, and I'm very grateful to have been selected for that position.
0: Is there anything I haven't asked you today that you think is important for our parents and community to know about our emergency management and preparedness efforts?
1: I would say that there's a lot of resources now available on our website. There Uh, are. I want to thank the FISD Communications Department for making that happen. We have a full-time presence uh, on the district website now. You can find out more information, not only about the five phases of emergency management that we talked about today, but also about the standard response protocol and what's called for within each of those directives. Uh, and there's also other information about how we've been designated as a storm ready community, one of seven school districts across the state of Texas that has demonstrated a level of emergency preparedness specific to severe weather, um, something I'm very uh, excited about. And I uh, want to also give a special shout out to the city of uh, Frisco for helping us to, to help uh, allow us to become uh, designated as a storm ready community It's something that we're very proud of.
0: Thanks for spending some time with us today and getting a peek further into Frisco ISD. Stay tuned for a couple more minutes to get important announcements that will keep you in the loop of everything Frisco ISD.
2: Here's a look at news around the district. Frisco ISD has proposed attendance zone boundary changes for the 2022-23 school year that will impact elementary, middle, and high school campuses on the west side of the school district. The FISD Board of Trustees will hold a special session on Monday, October 25th to hear citizen input on the attendance zone proposal. Deputy Superintendent of Business and Operations, Dr. Todd Fouch, also discuss the rezoning process on a recent FISD podcast. Frisco ISD will add a course in Mexican-American studies next school year, and it will be the district's second ethnic studies course. African-American studies launched this school year at all 11 high schools. Both courses are social studies electives open to students in grades 10 through 12 with no prerequisites. They are the only two ethnic studies courses approved by the State Board of Education and have state-adopted learning standards. Frisco ISD has joined with Collin County Adult Education and Literacy to provide community members with free access to GED or high school equivalency preparation courses. To find out more about the classes, which are offered at no cost to participants or the district, call 972-349-4550 or email AEL at grayson.edu. That's C O L L I N A E L at G-R-A-Y-S-O-N E-D-U.